Well, we're going to hear about a big change today. Actually, both readings have big changes. When Samuel the prophet goes to pick out the king, nobody expected it would be David. He wasn't even invited to the dinner. Since he was the youngest one, you take care of the sheep and we're going to meet together with the prophet. It changed. Their whole vision changed. That God saw something in David that none of them saw. It changed David's life, changed that family's life, changed the prophet's life. And then in this gospel reading, this man who was born blind, never had seen in his life, meets Jesus, he puts the clay on, washes it, and then he can see. And then everybody starts doubting it. Is he really the guy or is that another guy? I want to tell you a story about light and darkness. It's about blindness and sight. It's about perseverance. It's about prayer. And I think even deeply it's about family. Father Benedict Rochelle told me this story. I don't know if some of you may know of him. He passed away a few years ago. He told this story publicly. It was about his brother. He said that one of his brothers was the most talented in the whole family, academically and athletically. He just was right up here. He shone out, not only among the family, but among his peers. And then something happened when he was about 12 years old. Father Benedict didn't tell us what disease he got, or I, at least I can't remember it. Something happened to him. It took something away from him. And his life changed. He wasn't the top notch anymore because of whatever happened. And he lost, he lost his way. He couldn't see anymore. I mean, in the sense of like knowing who he is and where he's going. And he lost his spirit. Father Benedict says, I think my brother became an atheist when he was a teenager. He started to have trouble in school. I don't know if he had a couple of marriages and they didn't last. He had jobs and he kept getting fired. Eventually, he ended up living with his parents. And when his mother died, he didn't go to the funeral. Can you imagine that? He didn't even go to his own mother's funeral. He was so bitter, cynical about life. So afterwards, it was just the father and him. And because he was so negative all the time, the other kids in the family would say, Dad, you don't have to put up with this. Tell him he's got to go somewhere else. You know what the father said? This was like these family things. The father said, no, he may need me. It's the perseverance. He may need me. And the father, I'm sure, as all of you are parents, prayed extra specially for that son all the time. It was just hard to see for all the family what, what he had done to his life. He gave up. Now, here's one thing I should tell you about the father. He and his wife were very close. You know what he was worried about? When his wife died, he told his kids, his big worry was, 
what if I get to heaven when I die and I can't find her? And the kids said to her, Dad, don't worry. They have computers now in heaven. (laughs) You'll be able to find her. (laughs) That was his big worry. And so he's worried about his son. He's praying for his son. Father Benedict says he was overseas when his father got really sick. They told him, you better come home. So he's flying back. He gets at the airport in New York. This brother meets him at the airport. And the first things he says to his brother, to Father Benedict, he found her. He said he found her because he got word right with the airport that she had died. And he announces, he found her. And he says, what do you mean he found her? When he died, there was this beautiful smile on his face. And this brother, who's the atheist, believes at that moment he saw his wife. The brother goes to confession. The family didn't know what to make of him, you know, because they'd seen him all through this stuff. You know when this happens sometimes? We can unfortunately put people in boxes. We could think they'll never change, and we put them in a box. So even when he said these things, the family wasn't really believing it. Went to confession, went to the funeral, went to Holy Communion for the first time in years. The next six months, he got involved with all things. He got involved with the charismatic renewal. And he went around telling people who he had hurt that he was sorry. He was making all these reconciliations. Now, this is true life, so it doesn't end like a Disney movie. He, he got cancer during those six months, and he died shortly afterwards. But for all that family, they had a brother. There was a son who was blind. And then before he died, he could see again. It's the power of perseverance, I believe. It's the power of family. It's the power of the Lord who can go into our darkness and bring light. Father Benedict says that story is so inspiring and to him. It's so inspiring to me. I heard it like 30 years ago when he first told it to me. John's gospel, he does all kinds of things with light and darkness. When Nicodemus comes to talk to Jesus, it's in the middle of the night. Nicodemus has these doubts, questions. He's in darkness in his own life. There is Jesus, the light, who meets him in the darkness. We have this story where this man has lived in darkness all of his life, outwardly, physically, and inside. And Jesus, the light, comes to him, and now he can see. And here's the great irony in John's gospel. For John's gospel, the greatest light of all is not the resurrection. In his gospel, the greatest light that comes at the darkest moment in the history of the world is right there. For John, that's the greatest glory, the greatest act of love, the redemption of the world. For John, in his gospel, in all the darkness, the light shines. That's why we put it at the top of our churches, in our sanctuary, around our necks. Let us pray as we continue through Lent. 
Because there's these dark spots in our lives. I have dark rooms still. This Lent is a chance for us to meet the one, the light, the one who can take away the darkness. Let us pray. And if you have someone like that brother in your family, keep praying. Don't ever give up. Persevere. You never know. The moment it will come. From a smile on his dying father's face, he found her. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you know. God bless you. If you'd like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike where you get your podcasts.